You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, the uh, our, our big time news feature, whatever, yeah. is uh, the Lego Movie, That's Lego right. Two, uh, the second part. Everything which is, is awesome. Yes. Everything is awesomer. Everything is awesomer. That's what that should be called. It it, sh- it actually should <laughs> except been. that it's not. It, everything's not oh. awesomer. So oh no! They were thinking about that at first, oh, and then they man. said, "Well, but wait, it's there's, not awesomer. There's the review spoiler, uh, and then uh, we're going to get to as many movies that we have left on our list as we possibly can. Uh, Because we told you last week, we might be getting to our best of the year list this week. And that is not going to happen. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. And uh, (laughs) especially considering your rule, this will be interesting because uh, you have your own rule that uh, you – Pretty exclusively, I guess, unless something weird Some happened or whatever. Thing. Yeah, uh, you limit your. I try to options yeah. to what we've actually covered in the show, right? Which, as everybody knows, is not going to be nearly right. all the movies, but right. obviously <laughs> all of the big, big things. Uh, you know, we try to get to <laughs> as the year goes on and right. as we hit things at the end of the year, but. Still, right. I and you do. I frequently have a couple, and yeah. you're like, "Well, whatever." I didn't see that. Sure. So right, but you, you. <laughs> you'll do you'll do all, <laughs> right. and I'll try to just be the other side. Right. I just I just do everything, whatever it is, right. whether we've covered it in the show. Um, I mean, could we might have both seen it? Sometimes yeah, right. we don't, but right. whatever. Um, and especially if it's something that's going to be on my, back, then I might got to see this like yeah. quick, Soon, so that at yeah. least. Right. The potential is there for you to put it on your right. best list. Now, on the worst list. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> we You've tried to trick we me. We often yeah. have very different lists yeah. on the worst list yeah. because just because I say, hey, <laughs> this is fully going to be on my worst list. Right. You better check it out. Yeah, right. You go, well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what am I doing this for? Right. I've had someone say this was a couple years back. Um, and it's kind of funny to think about how long we've done this. But I had someone say, oh, maybe it was just last year. It wasn't that that long ago. They liked our best list because your list gave them stuff that they had no idea to see. And mine was uh, like a litmus test for what they thought we did. Right. right. You know, and I was like, that that's fine. Because in the end of the year lists, when I look at everybody's stuff, I actually don't look too hard to see if everyone thought of the books and the films and the TV the way I did. Right. I look to see what am I going to start the new year off on that I missed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, so if I right. didn't see uh, you know, if I didn't see Zero Dark Thirty and you were like that's amazing and I'm like, well, now I know what to go find <laughs> right. instead of just swimming out there and trying to touch stuff. Um, it's usually a good direction for how to start things off, but anyway, yeah, it's I try to stick to the <laughs> to the paltry right. stuff that we see. So, uh, right. So we're going to try and cover a lot of things uh, yeah. today. We're going to have to give you bizarrely uh, short takes on some movies, some especially are, because sure uh, I remember them we got to try to get to like Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I remember and that. And we got <laughs> to get to Roma. Right? I remember that. <laughs> Just so, so that it will count. Right. <laughs> so that you can vote right. for it. Right, right. Uh, and maybe it won't matter because oh, and even, you're yeah, not right. going to vote for that anyway right, because right. that crap movie. Anyway, <laughs> wow, but we got to get through some things. Let's right? play poker later. You're like yeah. not able to bluff at all. You're tipping everything. No, I'm I'm making fun of the fact that you, you might hate. not need to oh, cover Roma right, I see. because okay. it won't matter okay. one way or another. I get it. Uh, given your rule. Anyway, and then but next week uh, we're going to do our best list. Yeah. So – It'll be we'll we'll do as we normally do every year. Uh, we'll have you know a movie and a list <laughs> for like <laughs> right. the next three weeks. I don't even know what's opening this week, and uh, and it'll be tons of fun. Yeah. What's interesting to me is uh, now we're going into our best list. This is getting towards the latest we've ever done our list. It is yeah. Uh, this because this year was just hell. 
Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> there, well, there were too many, too many movies, too much stuff going on, and uh, everything. So we are pushing the yeah. limit, but we're getting really into the Academy Awards, right? And uh, and the Academy Awards this year are getting more bonkers every day, right? And it is really weird. Yeah, Th- this is a really weird movie time. Uh, we went, you know, the Golden Globes did their thing and everything was fairly normal and, you know, who won, who didn't win, who got snubbed. It was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, and then we had the Critics' Choice Awards and it was more or less the same thing. Um, awesomely, I think, uh, the, Critics Cho- the, the Critics' Choice, like the next day, you know, got uh, like picked up, renewed or whatever. So that to be on the same network for next year's show. Right. It was a good show. And a lot of people watched actually. We had uh, good ratings for us. Right. Right. And ever since then, it has been uh, the most bonkers Academy Award stuff that I can remember for like a long time. They can't get a host. <laughs> right. Everyone's going nuts. We got, oh, we got the bad host. Right. We don't want him anymore. And uh, and people are going crazy about the awards, and now all of a sudden we've got this uh, thing where they're gonna kick cinematography and editing and uh, makeup, I think, and one more or two more things to like the commercial, right? Where uh, it's funny because everyone's going crazy, but the Critics' Choice does that for like a lot of things <laughs> right. because we, you know, we do so many things because it's uh, TV as well, right? Uh, you know, the show can't be that long or whatever, but they do that for a lot of things. And sometimes the things they pick to do that with, yeah. I, I'm not happy about. Sure. Right? But now the Academy Awards <laughs> is like, hey, they do it. Right. Uh, we could do that too. And they pick cinematography and editing, and everyone has gone right. insane right. about that whole idea. So, uh, and it, it's kind of funny if you watch like, you know, Twitter and Instagram and people mm-hmm. complaining about it and stuff. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of funny. You have all these people, and now tons of directors have come out and said, <clears throat> "Screw you," basically. Right. right. But um, <coughs> they uh, they're just making fun of the Academy Awards in general yeah. because they're doing all these things to try to get some audience of people who aren't going to watch the show anyway. Anyway, <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just like there's this there's this unicorn out there that mm-hmm. they think they're going to suddenly get a whole bunch of people to tune in yeah. who never tuned in before, who don't care, who maybe look at the list the next day yeah. and go, fine, now I know, it, or whatever. Yeah. And in order to try to get, I don't know who they're right. trying to get, uh, they're pissing off everyone that, that does got, watch the show. Got, right. So now it's like they're... They don't like their ratings, I guess, and they're yeah. trying to tweak things to have better ratings. Yeah. And in doing so, what they've come up with is things that are going to make their ratings go down. I don't know. Anyway. In the brain trust. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's craziness. Uh, over they don't, the they just don't understand <clears throat> that when you look at the years past, the Oscars that are most heavily watched are when there's a real popular film out there. You know, the years where it's not always like Titanic or Lord of the Rings. But when you have, you know, strange years where there's all like art house films, you know, nobody watches except the industry faithful and they, they don't get it. So when they and, throw and Black then, Panther and in. And then basically it kind of <clears throat> comes down to host. And, and I was just going to say, at and then it's a combination point, At a certain of, point, it's like, um, right. you know, who knows, past Academy. Like when Billy Crystal's going to host the Academy right. Awards, you're probably going to get a lot of people David to David Letterman, Billy in, Crystal, right? you're going to get these. Yeah. You have to have, uh, right. have hosts that people are going to tune into. And it's it's a... It's a delicate balance because you is. have to get it can't just be a popular person. Right. Even if Kevin right. Hart did not have his problems with why he ended up, you know, leaving or whatever. Right. He's popular, right? Right. He's not popular, I don't think, as much as a lot of people you might pick anyway. Right. Among people who <laughs> might tune in. Right. I, I, he's popular among people who aren't going to watch anyway. Right. So how does that help you? Right. I mean, I mean right. Uh, I, I mean, in the in the broad 
sense. Right. Of you may turn in to see his opening monologue because you want to hear how edgy. Yeah, I mean, he's there might be. be some people who are fans of his who sure. are going to watch, but or it's whatever. not going to be the but catch-all. Not like in a big, right. in a big thing. You have to have somebody who can pull in the people who might watch. Right. And it's like they everything they do, they're trying to pull in the people who really aren't going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Like they're right. what can we do to get the people who aren't going to watch this no matter what we do. Right. And then, then, yeah, I don't know. And then that's the choices they're making. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's enough babble about the Academy Awards. All right. Um, (laughs) Lego two. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even know what point there would be to explaining anything, uh, about the Lego movie. Um, I I think uh, everyone saw the original. I think these are one of those things where you can be like, everybody did. Right. Like it was, Um, it was a massive pop culture thing. And the thing is, even if you watch the trailer, I don't know that the trailer gives you a hell of a lot of information about this movie, actually. Uh, the trailers uh, right. that I saw, uh, the trailers that I saw are kind of like when we saw the Toy Story 4 bit yeah, before right. this started, right? Yep. It's like, here's the Lego characters. Something will happen. <laughs> and then, and that's all you get. And you'll be there. And, uh, you know, they and know. it is a weird story. And I... Th- I feel like they could have given us something in the trailer, uh, but I I don't yeah. know that it I don't know that it matters for covering this. We're in we're in the same house, yep. In reality, <laughs> yep. right? And uh, we have new problems mm-hmm. <laughs> because we've gotten rid of the grackle or the whatever yep. the hell, right? And uh, and now <laughs> we you know the uh, the house is evolving. And so the realm of the Lego people has to sort of evolve right. or whatever. And right. then hilarity <laughs> ensues. Yeah. And time travel. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, so anyway, so th- that's the basic story. I was really just fantastically disappointed with this movie. Were you really? I really was. Do you have high expectations for this or were you I just- I did. I oh, loved okay. the first one. I loved the first one. The first one I thought was awesome. Yeah. And the first one I thought- was the perfect idea of spinning the real world into things. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I, I know like exactly Like just what you like mean. making that come together. I think I think that was done as perfect as you could do it. Right. I feel like this movie did it almost as bad as you could do it. <laughs> I thought the real world stuff in this first of all was too like front and center was too like everything that it was about the yeah you know in the first movie the movie was like the translation of the real world and that's what we watched in the lego thing right and in this one it was like well you already know so they don't even have like a translation they don't really have its yeah, own story in a way yeah. it's just all the real world sort of right and I didn't, I, I didn't like that at all. I uh, I was I was really really disappointed. Anyway, I gave this one uh, five and a half. Mm, that's a little that's, higher. That's, that's a little as much as I could do. I mean, that's a little movie. lower than I thought. That, that's all huh. I could give this movie. And frankly, at about the halfway point, uh, it it would have been a lot less. And and and, and I, I kind of yeah. liked it, sort of towards the end, except. Um, I really didn't like any of the space travel or time travel whole yeah. goofy story. That was a layer that I, I thought uh, it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> because there's uh you know, in the first movie, right? Like I said, it's, it's this whole like translation into Lego worldness of this real worldness. Right. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we're like, well, we're abandoning that sort of, but once you come up with this, Really, I think dumb time travel thing. Just because we have the Lego set of the DeLorean or whatever, right? right? right. <clears throat> now you're kind of like mixing your metaphors or whatever. Right. Like now they can really do things. Yeah, and they can't they really can't. do right. things. Right. And I, I don't know. I just I didn't like that at all. But more importantly, overall, it just wasn't that fun. It was like there was just not that much of any one any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any lego or whatever right like trying to be funny like trying to actually pull you along in the story of what's happening (laughs) or anything (laughs) yeah it was just there was a lot of like i don't know i think this is like a gag and 
You know, when they had the things with uh, all of a sudden you'd see like the Lego on a string, like flying to the mm-hmm. other room and like bouncing around and uh-huh. there'd be like a little noise. Like the first time that happened, I was like, okay, that's that is cute. That right? was fun. Yeah. And then it kept happening and I, and then it made me think about it more. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't Jeez. know, man. I, I don't know. I, I did not love that. Anyway, uh, what'd you get? There's, there's a fun experiment in my head um, that I can't do. And I don't even know. You know, this is just a this is just a thought experiment where I wonder if somebody uh, hadn't seen either of these movies and they saw this one first, if they would feel the way they do about Lego Movie Two, the way I felt about Lego Movie, which was absolutely blown away, absolutely in love with it, because it's almost interesting to me that I think I can now measure what I thought was an intangible quotient. There's in some way, this film can almost only be, and I gave it a seven, the seven that it could be because it doesn't have the novelty, the creativity, the originality. Those things are gone now because I saw the first film. And and I think, I didn't see, um, I don't know if you did, it didn't matter, but I, I never saw the Ninja Go uh, Lego film, but we saw the Batman movie. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so we've right. seen over the last, and it's weird, this came out... Um, this came out almost exactly five years to the day that the first one came out. Um, it's so weird that it's been five years. Like, that doesn't feel possible. But in that time period, I feel like I've seen a lot of Lego stuff. Right. And, you know, TV shows. And I get I get the world that they've created. I get that the setup that they've made, all the pop culture rat-a-tat-tat jokes. And, and I've seen it. I've seen it really succeed. Like, in the first movie, I've seen it really falter. And I've seen it kind of be in the middle. And... This was more or less in the middle, but I wonder if it's almost because it didn't surprise me. It didn't wow me. It did things that I thought it had to do anyway, and it did them It did them well enough, but some of it almost felt prescribed. Like, yeah, we got to yeah. have the catchy song because everything is awesome was so catchy. Right. And to this day, still catchy. Like, I still I'll walk around and just be, you know, but I can't even, I can't even hum the catchy song out of this movie, even though they wanted me to get it in my head. Even, even though that's the name of the song. And maybe, is, maybe it is catchy song. stuck in your head or whatever. And maybe, yeah, the, the title of the song is catchy song. Um, maybe what it is, sadly, but it doesn't matter. Maybe it's like an earworm because I'm too old. Like, maybe your kids... Because we saw it with your kids. Maybe it was right. in their heads. I don't know what the ride home was like. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like all the same stuff is there. All the same intent is there. This is a pretty ambitious film. But it makes certain mistakes that this film didn't have to make. And that's just the creative direction they wanted to yeah. go in. Some of the stuff... <coughs> excuse me. Some of the stuff that just didn't land for me is, is very small. But it it managed to hit with such a thud and and i mean small not as an impact but just small as in time consuming um i, I love my rudolph i think she's great yeah I, I hate her in this movie almost all the way through especially yeah. Even especially though she's in it for like 20 total and she's seconds in it she's in it for about a half a minute right and and the moment that she's in in it that bothers me the worst that that really like I was like, God, that's just such an outtake. You don't have it is when she's stepping on Legos and talking about childbirth and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, Will Ferrell is her husband and they've got these kids and they're super loaded because they've got every Lego set that's ever been made. Oh, they have more than and that stuff. That's well, the dad was supposed to be like a big Lego collector anyway. So, okay, back when Legos were cheap, no big deal. Nowadays, that back to the future sets like 90 bucks. Right. And they got all of them. So. Okay, but in her her attempt to make the parents tee hee in the audience, it it costs you know. There's an efficiency there, and there's a taxation on this that just doesn't work. Yeah, it, it's just so flat. The whole and below the whole her. gag of that is it's so it's so old and stale. Yep. when they deliver it in the movie, because. Like stepping on Legos is such an sure. old joke, by and it's now, a trope right? in everything. It's such an <clears throat> old joke, mm-hmm. and the movie delivers it not like they're trying to do something with it, right? Not like they're trying to uh, make it about Legos because it's a Lego movie, or right. try to I don't even know advance it somehow or do something with it. 
they deliver it like, here's a really old joke you already know. Right. And that's all you get out and of it. And let's try, yeah. It's like, it's like it, watching that part of the movie is like watching Bob Newhart if he wasn't funny. <laughs> right. It's just, right. it's like deadpan, but not funniness. Right. It's just like, oh, stepped on the Lego. And, and somebody, it's really bad. Somebody like looks at that. And, and I mean, I've seen, I saw this two days ago. I've seen uh, images. I've seen memes online where like sharks are jumping out of the water and it's like stepped on a Lego. And I'm like, that's funny because right. your mouth is wide open like mine is when I step on a Lego. Right. But things like that are peppered in in a way that the first film didn't feel. All the ingredients are there, the pop culture references. You know, when you have the Justice League and you have Yoda and you have all these things and you throw them in the first movie and you stir it up and then you have this combination, you drop God in there, everything is working off itself in a way that advances the story, sometimes not quite expeditiously, but still positively. And in this film, it felt like everything that they tried to put in was a hurdle. Yeah. And they didn't even try jumping over it. They just went around it. And it felt like it was so effortless the first time. And this one, at times, though I couldn't see the seams, it felt labored. And it shows. Like, I'm sitting there, and I didn't, at seven, I didn't have a bad time. I didn't have the negative time you did. I actually kind of felt the same way I did about this that I, I mean, did The I Incredibles gave it above 2. halfway. Sure, right. And that's, that <laughs> so goes a long way. It's not absolutely <laughs> negative. In, in some way, like I kind of felt, I mean, I'm starting to say this, but I know the perfect example now that I said it. I was starting to say, I kind of felt like this the way I did about The Incredibles too. Like I loved The Incredibles. It was yeah. the best film I saw that year. I was nervous about a sequel, even though the same crew came back. Brad Bird, I'll let him do anything. And it was okay. Yeah. It just didn't know how to hit all the same things because it tried to do too many things. And this one did the same thing. For me, the best example is I love Monsters, Inc., and this felt like Monsters University. I yeah. sat there, and I watched it, and it wasn't horrible, but it didn't do anything remotely close to what it did to me the first time. No. And I can point my finger to exactly why in many places as an overall, instead of picking apart every minute, because that's not fair to it. But that's really the experience. It was still, It was okay. Yeah. It was just okay. And, and it was for and me. And that is disappointing. For me, it was really similar to uh, Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Yeah. And in a way, it's the same as The Incredibles. Although The Incredibles 2, I at least. I had more fun I, I with at that. least give them credit for uh, they had an idea mm -hmm. that they were working out. Right. right. It didn't work. Right. But, then, yeah. <clears throat> but they had like a theory. And it, Monsters, Inc. is. It's such it, it's so funny that we uh, pick all these Pixar movies because <laughs> Pixar, I think, apart from Toy Story, mm -hmm. uh, which I still, I mean, people are crazy about the Toy Story trilogy and yeah. what's which, whatever. Uh, I still like the first one best, but yeah. uh, but people are all over the place on the on those, and those are good sequels, yeah. Uh, whether they're your favorite or not, but most Pixar sequels. I feel like they just, um, you know, they're just like such sophomore efforts. They're like, you know, a classic example of like a new band coming out, getting a record deal because they've been playing these songs for like right. five years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like they, they came up with this album forever trying to get a deal. Right. Right. And then... They get a deal and somebody goes, you know, you got eight months to have another album. And they're right. like, what? Right. Like, <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> like Monsters University, Monsters Inc. is such a great idea. That's and so you great. have this idea. And I think the problem with Pixar and with all sequels, right, is, yeah. you know, you get a really good idea. It doesn't mean there's more of it. Right. Right. <laughs> and so then you got to go, um, I don't know, Monsters University before they right. did this or whatever. I don't know. And it's just, I don't really have an idea. I have like an excuse to make a movie. Right. I, I, and, and this one feels really similar to me. Like we had this great idea yeah. for the first movie. And the first movie is like, man, like the funny stuff is just. You know, like machine gunning you it's for a lot right. of it. I right? missed a bunch. It I, is, yeah, it is like quick. It's got all this stuff. Mm -hmm. There are parts of the first Lego Movie that you know there are like ten different versions of it. 
that right. they like kept right. doing it and doing it in there. Like, no, right. You know, and then they get the one that works. And yeah. this one just feels like they should have done a we few made more. a ton of money. Yeah. Right. And we need an excuse to make another movie. Yeah. And no one really had one, which is why you really kind of have two. Right. right. You've got the whole sister and brother thing. Yep. Then you've got this bonkers time travel thing that yeah. has to happen in between for no real reason. Right. You don't actually need that. Right. It's just that, you know, the movie felt a little empty with just we the need story to pull, right. or whatever. We need one more layer. And we don't have any jokes and we haven't really built this world. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, you know, since the first movie, the older brother went and saw Mad Max. So right. now we're in this desolate wasteland. Apocalypse burger. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And, yeah. you know, that whole thing, I would have really that liked. That would have been fun. If they would have kept the sister stuff mm-hmm. uh, to like a minimum, right? Yeah. At the end of the movie, it's like the sister has the little Duplo blocks. Yeah. And so we have to build off of that or something. If they would have if they would have just split that a lot more. Yeah. If we would have just had like all of a sudden we're in the apocalypse and we don't really know why. Right. Right. And there's kind of this other place where it's all happy and rainbows and stuff like that and <laughs> and that was its own thing, though. Not that right. we were in the apocalypse because of the other, you know, what? I don't know. It just, it felt all so like no one had an idea and just started filming shit anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, right. We'll tie it together. I don't know. It, ju- it so didn't work for me. And the fact that we go uh, like back and forth to the real world, like a lot. Right. Uh, Too much, I think. I hated that. I, hate, I was just going to say, I understand... Because one of the most important, impactful things in the whole first film happens when you realize who everybody is. Who's the bad guy? Right. What is the dad doing? Like, all these things, when that hits you, look, it, it's not like the crying game revelation. Right. But you're like, oh. Like, there's a display of thought and aptitude there, and it was real subtle in how it laid it out. This, going back and forth, is not jarring, per se. And I don't think the kids cared but right. I cared because it, just, it was it was real it disruptive. It felt like they said, "Well, like the cat's out of the bag, right?" And we all so know we it. don't have to try anymore, right? And we <laughs> like, all so and we don't have to do anything interesting anymore. The, it's funny in the things that I didn't like too, like when it's in the real world. There's a there's a very genius thing in the mistake that they made, which is having Will Ferrell off screen. Yeah. Like he's still around, he's still right. there, but he's just off screen dad. But it's just voice, and it's just a quick second, like. Do whatever your mother says. You know, these things, and that's dad-ish stuff in any world. I don't care if it's the right. Lego world or not. It almost felt like, I agree with you, that the box office from the first film issued a mandate that they have to work on the second and do right. it tomorrow. Like, get right. on it now because it takes forever to animate these and things. And we've got to get Batman and, in right. between. So. And, I mean, the Lego company must have just churning stuff out. The things that it does right is, is still really great. Like, I loved, for some strange reason, it only happened once. There was like an explosion when they're all near battling and there's a lego smoke that goes up and i'm like right that was awesome (laughs) like i'm like and they did water too and i'm like man lego water looks really cool (laughs) and you know there's stuff in there that happens but it almost felt to me like what you were just saying too they almost could have had uh a third movie idea already in place with time travel and they're like it's not big enough to make a movie on its own we gotta throw it in this right right we're just you know we're just gonna cram they were gonna have uh, they thought they were going to get Back to the Future yeah, Lego right. thing where we really like go into that movie. And it's just Lego Back to the Future that, movie. That'd be fine. And then all of a sudden, no, nah, 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 we can't do that. We can't but do now whatever, we filmed all or, this stuff. So Yeah. So now we, and it just felt like one extra thing. Cause I think you're right. I mean, it's not a very long movie either. Uh, it's 147 and, you know, probably 10 minutes of that is, and, and strangely, just cause I like knowing this, but also saying that there's really nothing after the interesting credits. Right. I like the credits. The credits are cool. Credits are very creative. And there's a neat song that goes along with it and whatever, if that matters to you. But there's no hidden scene at the end, at least not that we were aware of. But um, yeah, I guess I I had a little bit tempered my expectations on it just because I knew that the original Lego movie was so unstoppable. Yeah. It, It was probably unfathomable to me to have been anything close to that and if right. it had been i'd be humming the song right now like i'd be like oh my god dude but yeah and and it's weird too because you know you were you were talking about uh how 
how easy it looks and how hard it looks and mm-hmm. how hard it was and stuff. And I think the first one, uh, you know, they were trying really hard and that made it look really easy. Yeah. And yeah. this one, I think they were not trying hard right. and it made it look really rough. I agree a hundred percent because it, everything that happened and you know, I've somewhere, whatever the process of putting this screenplay together, you know, they thought that there was going to be this brother sister thing in mm-hmm. the real world that was going to be like sort of comparable to the father son thing right. in the first movie. And man, nothing could miss the mark more. Yeah. Right. Like there was no emotional impact yeah. at the end mm-hmm. because you had done nothing to earn it. Right. right. And in the first movie, it's so funny because you didn't do anything to earn it there either. Right. Except that you did. You did. We just didn't know you were doing it. You weren't trying to. And then all of a sudden to. we right. realized you were yeah. doing it and yeah. then boom. Right. Yeah. And in this movie, there's nothing. At yeah. The, at the end, you're like, all right, that's sweet. The kids it seems like so each petitioning. other it's like so it's so just... it's present and it's omnipresent and you know everything even the one scene the only scene that worked for me and it's it's really not even supposed to work for me it's supposed to work on like the eight-year-olds watching it is when they get into trouble dad off screen tells them to do what mom says and mom says to put the toys away for good forever right and the sister and that's just like, that's like the threat that's right. like, it's, like every yeah. household, right? Sure. That's the threat that's yeah. been going on forever and right. ever and ever. And this is the soft, subtle in, insinuation to all kids that mom and dad mean it sometime. Right. And just don't push when that sometime is. Right. So, it, you know, when when the sister looks at him and basically just cries out, like, I just wanted you to play with me. That's right. the only moment that it had any affectation. But it's so, like predatory it, in a way like sort it's of, really it's, just it's, hanging there it's strangely hollow yeah when that happens but, but it like is, you said they didn't they didn't build is, anything yeah, to deserve it is it, still except... kind of good and i thought the funny thing like we got to move on and try and get to other movies but i think the funny thing about that right yeah is that in this house right there's like <clears throat> 50 million legos right <laughs> and we've got bins and right. giant the basement huge, is huge the, it's, it's one thing the it's whole lego thing, right? yeah and so, like, obviously, tons of Legos. They both clearly play right. with Legos, at least some, even though the boy is older, right? Right. And the mom's like, okay, that's it. I told you it was going to happen. And they're like, okay. And they start doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Right, right. <laughs> what, yeah. what world are we in now? Right. <laughs> no way. That this is like, you know, the mo- this is so important to them. That it has spun off and animated right. the Legos themselves, right? right? Yeah. That's how <laughs> that's how important that is. And and they've got all the Legos and all the characters in the whole world. And she lays down the law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like two minutes later, they're all binned up already. <laughs> yep. They're like, oh, fine. Okay, right. I guess I have to get rid of everything. I mean, that's like basically like. Take everything in your room and throw it away. Right. And they go, okay, right. I guess that's what I have to Mom's do. Mom's in her mood again. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. I mean, she, in essence, it, it, it could have avoided some stuff, but it doesn't address the storage, you know, right. they need. Right. But she should have just put a lock on the door. Yeah. You know, and, but anyway, now we're rewriting a movie into something know. it's not. But, uh, okay, you know, it's fine. Yeah. You know, it re- you, you thought it's it was pretty, much it's less pretty fine. fine. The kids will like it. They will like it. But, man, it just... Uh, th- I wonder, you know, you were saying if somebody had not seen the first one. I wonder if maybe I had never seen the first one if I would have given this about the same as you, like a maybe. seven or eight. Yeah. But I kind of doubt it. There's I too much like of the story I didn't like. The, in the beginning when I said, I, you know, I had the thought idea of like, I wonder if seeing this instead of the first one, because sometimes kids see stuff way out of order now. Sure. Like they're watching Empire right. Strikes Back before they see anything. And I'm like, what are you doing? Right. And I'm not even talking to them. I'm talking to their parent because their parent is an idiot. <laughs> their parent's the one. The parents are the ones to blame. But I, obviously I thought, you know, there's a quotient here that you can tangibly say is, you know, the creativity, the originality, the novelty of everything. If you've never seen it before, maybe you'll feel that way about this. And I guess maybe you could, but then when you see the original, you'll be you'll have the feeling that we wish we had, which is right, the sequel, right. which is the prequel, will blow you away because it's so much better in every way. Um, 
but it's kind of interesting to see. It, it, you know, I won't, I won't say they were going through the same routines, but it kind of felt like they were going through the same routines. Yeah. You know, set up, pop culture reference, rat-a-tat-tat, humor, just, undercut, uh, move on. It was just uh, such a letdown yeah. from the first one for me anyway. Yeah. I mean, but like we just said, you know, the kids will still. They'll still love the, it. The and kids, this thing's making, still love it's it. doing pretty well. Yeah. So. It's not doing anywhere near as well no, as it should it, be, though. It, That's it, kind yeah. of. You had your chance. With yeah. All right. <laughs> right. You did it. All right. We got to run through a bunch of movies as quickly as we can. And I think oh, uh, just randomly. What do you I'm remember? Gonna, I'm going to pretend it's random. Uh, I know what you're going for next. No. Uh, crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Asians. I, Asians. That's not what I thought. I can't thought. say Asians. Asians. Crazy Rich crazy Asians. Rich um, yeah. So because I want to just, we got to get through That's totally not movies in a hurry. Yeah. And we definitely have to uh, do Roma, no matter what yeah. happens. So this is interesting because uh, we'll this was this, next. this was super huge. I wonder if you Crazy Rich Asians was huge. We never talked about uh, this at like all. This little movie, yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a pretty small movie uh, budget wise, uh, and it's got tons of awesome people in it, right? Yeah. And uh, and there's no way I could even name them all. No, but I'll tell you the things that stand out for me, right? And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this because among fans, oh, among fans of the movie, who you're supposed to love uh, is the win the women, and right. uh, uh, Constance right. Wu is yep. is in it, and uh, she Yeoh. and she's great. Okay, she is great. But what stands out for me in this movie uh, is a uh, Ken Jong yep. is in it, and he's just he's got this weirdly funny thing to him. Uh, for me, yeah, right. He's just bizarrely funny uh, for me, yeah, personally, right? Yeah. Uh, so I really liked him, but also, and I have no idea what this guy's name is, and this is the extent to which I prepare to do this show. I've got the, uh, but thing. the guy who is uh, in Superstore is in this movie, yeah, and I just bizarrely love him at this point. Right? Yeah, I really <laughs> like him in Superstore. I really like Superstore anyway. I really like him in it, but in this movie, there's just some, he, like, he doesn't, he's not the star of the movie or anything. Right. <laughs> but, right. But, like, every time I see him, I'm just like, damn. You've been know. talking, you've been talking about Superstar uh, a bunch to me. I gotta have to yeah. check it out. Uh, anyway, so, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, I'm not even gonna go a ton through any of this nonsense, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's your, it's kind of like a classic you know, tale, right? Actually, um, and it's like the uh, really rich people versus <laughs> and uh, relationships, and right. you know, <laughs> hilarity ensues. Yeah. And they're crazy, and they're rich, and they're and they're Asian, and that's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, I desperately wanted like three quarters of the way through this movie to give it a ten, yeah, uh, and then I couldn't, so I gave it nine and a half. Oh wow, yeah. Um, I really like this movie, uh, and it's just there's something about this movie in a really weird way. It's almost like nostalgic for me. I had some kind of like weird nostalgia for this movie that's right. brand new, right? <laughs> right. Um, and I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, man, I like this movie. And you know, not that this makes any sense, but I was like reminiscing about, like, I was like, I want to watch some Barney Miller. <laughs> Like like just old like seventy shows. Yeah. Even though that has nothing to do with I was this just gonna movie, say you right? had me up until Barney Miller. Right. It has nothing yeah. to do with this movie. It just watching this movie just reminds me in a very general way yeah. of watching things that I watched right. like at that time. When I was right. ten or what you right. know, whatever. Just like really, really old stuff. Yeah. And there is something about like sometimes there is this weird intangible thing. And it's funny because we were just talking about this with um, uh, what's that show uh, where you Superstore. Every, everyone died. Lost. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Cotter. I know who's the, in it where everyone's dead and Ted dancing. And, oh, the good place. Yeah, the good place. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking about this with The Good Place where – so that show's awesome. But apart from everything that you can specifically point out, what I really like about it is there's just the sense of humor yeah. about it in yeah. a in a very general, intangible way. Yep. 
It's just you have the kind of sense of humor that works, right? And yeah. this movie is exactly the same way. Right. This movie is, it, it feels like to me in a way, uh, almost like a bit of a throwback of a sense of humor, you know? Yeah. Like when things like Barney Miller or the Bob Newhart show, like yeah. the original, the, origi- uh, like the, the original first, Bob Newhart right. show. Yeah. Uh, were popular and it's not necessarily being like flat out Bob Newhart deadpan or whatever, but it's just like this, it's just like this, uh, less active comedy. Like, uh, like I don't have to yell at you and throw it in your face for you to know that this is a joke. Like just funny stuff will happen. People will throw out funny lines. There's a lot of this movie that I feel like the comedy is a lot more like just hanging out with funny people right. rather than watching stand-up setups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just, it's just hanging out with these people who are funny. Some of them not in good ways. Right. right. <laughs> Some no, of yeah, them right. are funny sure. because of how stupid they are, yeah. crazy they are, and right. whatever. But, right. but still the whole, the overall effect anyway, but I gave it a nine. And a half. Every once in a while, there's a film like that. And, it's been a long time for me to have seen them. I think of my cousin Vinny. I think of my big fat Greek wedding. You know, I think of those films that are just so subtle and easy and there's a good story, but the performances really push everything forward in a way that isn't manic. I don't need Mike Tyson. You know, I don't need hangover craziness or bridesmaids craziness. And I like both of those films very much. I laugh my ass off at both of them, but this is, but every movie does it. Every, every film has to ratchet up. Like we're going to go crazy. We're going (laughs) to shoot cops and steal aliens. And you know, you're like, wait, well, what? Like sometimes just a small preposition of an idea and explore that with characters. And I had already known, so much about by the time I finally watched Crazy Rich Asians, it had been super huge. Right. And I came into it knowing what I know sometimes, which is the worst thing, which is it's super huge. Because sometimes I'm against it. Not right, on a point right. of principle, but I'm just like, I, I think I'm six months late to this. I don't right. get it. Right. And in a strange way, there wasn't anything about this that permeated pop culture for me that ruined anything. Because like what you just said perfectly, it's very old fashioned. This is My Fair Lady. This right, is... Right. Uh, It's that old story of one of the main characters has a significant other and they take them home to meet their family and their family is a secret and there's something different about the significant other that the family won't like and they all come together through trials and tribulations to really finally one, one and all love each other. Okay, there you go. You know, and it happens. But the thing that peppers this among among the higher levels, because I gave it a nine and I feel like when I thought I wanted to give it a 10. I was never bored with it. I was engaged, but just thought in places that if it had just gone for the throat instead of been really slow, it would have been a 10. Yeah. You know, it's a two hour movie and I think at 140, it would have been lethal. Right. You know, there's just some small stuff here and there that I get that, you know, they go and they go back to Asia and they're having this big family thing and there's this weddings and there are all these sub characters and side plots take two or three of those out and I yeah. think it's nine and a half or ten easy. Yeah. And like no trouble and at all. especially for me, uh, the last half hour. Like I said, it, right. I was... Because uh, the buildup is I was all... really wanting this to be a ten for yeah. like the longest time. And then the last <laughs> half hour, uh, first of all, I, I I wanted something else at the in the ending. Me too. In, in the ending of the movie, I just wanted... I don't know what I wanted, but I, I, I didn't either. When I got it, I was like... Mm, that's close, but I don't think I don't, that's it. I don't either, but yeah, I wanted that's funny something else to happen. Yeah. And and all around the end, that last half hour, it felt like it, it felt like it just you know, there's this weird thing that I always say about uh my kids, right? Yeah. Like my eight year old, like they <laughs> they get to a certain point of tired at night where they won't stop talking or moving. <laughs> right. Because if they do, they'll fall asleep. They're done, yeah. So they just <laughs> They, they just going. won't. Yeah. They just won't stop talking or moving right. or whatever. And this movie to me felt like it just kept talking because yeah. it wasn't sure what it was supposed to do next. Yeah. So it just kind of was like, well, do something. Right. And, and keep and I'm doing like, things. Eh. Right. And it just, you know, started slipping away. From it's me. it's beautiful. And the end is in some strange way a payoff that didn't concern me. I don't care about weddings. But I know that people, right. whether you're a man or you're a woman, that wedding is stunning. And right. I get that. Like, that's beautiful. But I, I'm with you. I just was like, 
mm, God, that's so close to giving me exactly what I want. And then I started thinking like, well, what could, I'm, right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I, 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 I can't, I can't actually I don't tell know. you. And it made me think because I really, like when the movie ended, I really was like, really? Yeah. And, and, you know, I was trying to think about this. Like, it just felt like there was something not there. Like, we weren't really done. Like, right. you almost think yeah, right. maybe there will be more. And it made me think for the weirdest it was the weirdest thing, but I have to, you know, I have to share my feelings, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, and because, in a way, it was it was kind of this old thing. It made me think of like John Hughes movies, right? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you know, the good ones. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And like, what if the end was different? Right. right. And and the end was just like, you know, like what if in some kind of wonderful. Right. It ended like three minutes earlier. <laughs> Before it really, yeah. Right? Right. And, it, and then it was just like, well, that's done. the end of the night. That's We're it. done. That's done. And I'm like, eh, I need more. I mean, yeah. it still would sort right. of end, but right. anyway. There's there's so many fun scenes. It's so playful. It's so loose with itself that it's easy to laugh at. But when it wants you to actually, th- this was the hardest thing for me, uh, not to digest, but for them to accomplish is when it wants to be sincere and thoughtful, it hits it. Right. The the moment when the mother and the fiance, the secret fiance, the girlfriend, when they have their revelation, it's chilling. Right. Like, and that's that's the writing is fine. There's, there's no real huge soliloquy. It's just the great performances. You feel the cut that she takes, and you're like, oh man, I really cared about her, and I knew this was coming, but it didn't matter. Later, when the grandmother's around, and you're like, well. Nana's going to fix everything. Okay. Yeah. Kind of, kind of not, you know, and all these things work because they're not trying so hard to make something that was really effective. They just trusted it. And this is an example of like, they knew what they had and they had the talent behind it. They just trusted it. And it's a little long in the tooth for me in places, but overall, like when people are saying, what's the best comedy you've seen lately? This is, this is the go-to. I'm like, go see this. Even if you don't think you care about any of it. And it feels a lot like in this movie, uh, that there is at least a fair portion of it that I'm not going to say it's like, you know, improv or whatever. Like they right. just no, like know it's what best mean. in show and they just did it or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. But it's, there's a lot of the movie that feels like, <clears throat> you know, what, what you had in the script was like a general idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, give me what you think your character does right here or something. And right. not, you know, not all the way, like I said, like not all the way improv, like right. we, you have no direction, right. you have no script right. or whatever. But there was a lot of it that felt like, you know, like you said, they just trusted the people they had yeah. and said, you give me something that you right. think, you right. know, and, and, and the people who are in it are I insanely thought, good. I thought I was going to hate... Um, the sidekick who's got everything in her trunk. Like I, I just, I thought for a moment, like you're going to be, you're going to try to be the comic relief. That's too annoying in places. You don't need it. Cause the movie's working. It almost like when she comes in, she's coming from a different movie. Right. And she's bringing that movie in here in places it doesn't need, but she fits, you know, she fits everywhere and she's really effective too. But you know, you know, what's really good in this movie too and then we uh, we got to move yeah, on. We'll jump but on. You know what's really good in this movie is this movie does annoying, irritating people right in like a good way. Right. Like a lot of movies and TV shows uh, are just people who are supposed to be like kind of annoying and irritating or whatever. They're so annoying and irritating that you watch it and you go. No, nobody talks to that person. Right. That's so <laughs> murdersome. That, that be, person yeah. never. Right. Because it shows much. up here in right. the first place, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, they're just they're they're never way too much. Yeah, and this one, it's like, oh, all right, my my cousin, everybody's got their crazy cousin or yep. their weird He's, aunt or yep. you know whoever it might be. But right. people who are like, ah, oh, they're kind of annoying. Yeah. But it's not like you go, I'm not going if they're there. Right, right, <laughs> right. I'll never see them again, or you know, whatever. It does, it does, kind of annoying people in a way that you can take. And yeah, that makes and you sense. believe, right? Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a weird. I mean, real quick, just because I thought of it as after you said cousin for some strange reason, um, that whole infidelity subplot. That's what I'd throw out. <laughs> yeah, I get it. They're interesting characters. They're great actors. That that plot doesn't move or destroy anything. But it's just. But you don't you don't need a, you don't need everything, and there is just there's like a little bit of like pace. 
Yeah. At certain points, I was surprised how much you I liked could it, though. just kind of punch up. But yeah, yeah I mean, we're it's really great. Uh, <laughs> we're like nitpicking. Our, we're nitpicking our nine nines thing. and nine and a half. But still, so, yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, definitely uh, check that out. That's everywhere. If that's you online. That's seen that. Yeah, that's it. Redbox, go Netflix. Right like now. I think that's everywhere right now. So, all right. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think who knows how much we're going to get through, but we got to do Roma. Uh, and, I guess Roma uh, right, you've been saying Roma over and over again. Yeah, this is interesting because you've been bashing uh, on it for a while now. I have, to, <laughs> I have not been bashing. You've on been it. bashing on it. Uh, no, I have not been bashing on it. But I'll tell you what. Let's uh, have you go first with your non-bashing on it. Well, this will be this will be easy um, for us in some way because I think you'll because we only have so much time. Well, you'll have a bit you'll have a big divide um on this, I suspect, cuz you hated it. This is one of those things. Yeah, I didn't love it at all. This yeah. is one of those things where I get art is not entertainment. This thing is visually I love Quran stuff, dude. This thing is visually amazing. It's beautiful. And if you love setup shots and tracking shots and dolly shots, this thing is going to be your wet dream over and over again. I was bored almost all the way through despite loving the visual of it and 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 having not much to pick at aside from boredom, which for me carried a lot of it. I get the technical mastery. This is why everyone fawned over the Revenant because it was shot in such a way. Like I understand right, all that. Right. For me, there was not much of a narrative there except when there was. And I, when the parts of the narrative were necessary to engage me in an emotion, whether it was revulsion or sadness or sympathy. I had spent so much time being just kind of bored by watching things move in slow, long shots that I was never engaged in the film at all. I was at five. I, I thought it was absolutely horrible in places, but when it was great, it elevated it a little bit. I, I sidestepped the hell out of this, and everybody loves it. Yeah, everybody loves it. Uh, I guess, oddly enough, I don't know what you were talking about with A, I'm bashing it. Yeah. And B, we're going to have a big divide. Yeah. Despite you giving it five, you're at eleven. Like there's, I was, only, there's I was only so four, much divide. I we was can at have. four. Well, if you think and it's if ten, I'm bashing it. No, if you <laughs> think it's the greatest film you've ever seen, we're having a conversation after. But I, you know, I was at four and a half. I, I think probably five is more fair, just because I think it is average. But yeah, okay. Well, I gave it a six. Oh, <laughs> but I just think. It's All right, we're still friends. I thought you were gonna say like one. Or something because yeah. you're like this is going to be a huge divide. If you give it a five, <laughs> there's only so much divide. No, you could be you could be a only strong so much space you could either be, side. I think the, I think the difference between four and seven is not much. Four and nine is big. Four and ten is huge well, because the difference between eight and ten is big. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, you loved it. <laughs> yeah, I gave it's, it. It's boring I gave shit, it right? Point nine nine nine. Tell me why no, everyone all loves right, this. So thing. I so I give it a six. And uh, we've only got so much time, and we better actually talk about it a little bit. So, okay. so for me, you you talked a little bit about the visual, visuals and stuff. For me, I'll tell you what I think about this movie in, in a way in a <laughs> okay. way that I feel like can wrap it up f- for me in right. in a good way. We'll go to Suspiria. This movie, this is going to be a, a bizarre kind of explanation, but right. it popped into my head uh, a while ago. Okay, this movie for me is like if you made Tightrope. The movie I remember Tyrope, right? Okay. I mean, you have to you have to have some idea of that movie. Yeah, man. right. If you made Tightrope and you were not Alfred Hitchcock and you had no idea what you were doing or why you were <laughs> I making know what it, I know why you're going this way. That's, that's what you, that's what th- Roma that's is. what that's what this would be. Yeah. If or uh, the other thing that popped into my head is this exact same thing as Sleuth. Yeah. You know, yep. if you made Sleuth, the movie that only has two people in it, <laughs> right. right? If you made Sleuth. And you had no idea why you were making it. You mm-hmm. just had a. You just had like it came with instructions. <laughs> right, right. Right. Just <laughs> like, do this. Yeah. Do this at this time. <laughs> yeah. This scene. If, if it was like you had the script, but you also had like kind of you know, you had the notes or right. whatever or like yep. tightrope. Alfred Hitchcock like left you some Tightrope's instructions about why you're <laughs> why, why you're filming this this way. Why you're filming it, but not yeah. why in a story way, right? No, why I know. in like a very technical way? The camera goes exactly here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this person does this thing, and then yeah. you walk <laughs> this long, and you yep. watch them walk the whole way, right? If you if you made a movie like that, but you didn't really know why you were making it, if, mm-hmm. you might not even know what the story's about, right? right? Like right. you just this is what I'm filming. Like if you go shot by shot, you don't know what the story is. You're right. just shooting a thing, right? Or a guy saying a couple lines, you, you don't care what the whole story's about. For me, this felt like that. Yeah, 
there's a lot of the movie, like you said, that is gorgeous, right? It's beautiful, man. There's a lot of the movie. There's a lot of the movie. And I thought it was kind of funny because uh, somebody even put like this kind of shot by shot comparison of uh, scene in this movie where they're driving in the car. Um, yep. and the scene from Itumama Tambien yep. where they're also driving, driving in the, the car, car and like put the things Is next the to each other and it looks very, Does it very really? similar, I'll have to go right? see this, yeah. But, but the thing is, in this movie, you, you're watching that part and you're like, what the hell am I watching this for? Right. There's so much of this movie that I think is... Uh, just largely like delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Like whatever scene well, you're shooting, you know, is like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And it's supposed to have some, it's supposed to elicit a bunch of power. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to make you feel a lot of things. But everything it does, it does at least two times longer than it needs to. Two and, hours, yeah. And everything that happens. And the thing that is a bummer for me is that uh, everyone in the movie, I think, is awesome. They are great. They I mean, are. Everything that everyone does in the in the movie, I think, is just fantastic. Yep. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, the story is not anywhere near as interesting as it thinks it is. Right. And it thinks that if it just shoots it for a long time, right. it makes it more interesting. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure why it lingers the way it does and there are those who and i won't call them sycophants they're just fans of coron that you know they're like this is genius this is the greatest thing you've ever done and i'm like i maybe it's a cultural thing i didn't grow up in mexico city maybe it's a maybe it's something beyond what i have to draw on but if i'm looking at it as a story at two hours and 15 minutes at 90 minutes worth and i'm talking 45 minutes of stuff you can cut out because there are long, slow scenes, not even the first scene, which is to set up the film, and I get it, which was strangely beautiful. Like, I watched water go down a drain for a long time, thinking, right. I'm hypnotized. This is going to be amazing. going on here, right? And I had heard a lot of stuff about how Roma was this love letter to his childhood nanny, and I get this, and I understand there's an appreciation there. But if all you're doing is getting ice cream, and that's a 15-minute shot of really just four people licking ice cream and talking in the most mundane of sentences. Like, right. you like it? Yeah, it's good. We're going to go and, home soon. And, and, but and you make know, sure you finish that. And I spend 15 uh, or 20 minutes on that. You've lost me because now you're working on something that is like Tommy was so like, right, I don't get right. your genius. I think you're just fucking wasting my time. Uh, right. Right. And, and if everyone else who I understand knows real genius stands by you and says, this is genius. I don't believe them. Right. Because I watched there, it. I get There's it. a lot of this movie, too, that for me, uh, I think it, kind of the flip side of my feeling on this movie, right, is there is there's a lot of the Tree of Life in this movie. Yeah. Right? Like the Tree of Life right, right. is basically a 15 minute movie. Right. That we made take. <laughs> We're going to watch you watch. Yeah. Right. That yeah. the whole thing, this, this and the Tree of Life, mm-hmm. right, they're, they're like. Uh, the problem with storytelling, right, is that if you're watching a TV show, right, and right. somebody says, okay, I'll be right there, and they hang up the phone, and then we cut to when they get there. They're right there. Like, yeah. that's that's where <laughs> it all went wrong. Right. What we should right. do is watch them walk right. down to the car, Forget get their in keys. the car. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, the whole thing, right? Is, right. And and it's it feels very tree of life. It's mm-hmm. like you're watching stuff happen in longer than real time. Yeah. For no reason. Right. And uh, like we've only got so much time and we're only going to get to these, but I think we're probably safe for our lists, hopefully anyway, if yeah. uh, we have other things, right? Yeah. But they'll make a list um, anyway, but. Sure. But yeah. this, you know what this movie made me think of, especially because uh, you mentioned something about it, but you remember that movie, I guess a couple of years ago, I don't remember, Ghost? Yeah. Where she's the cake the whole for 15 thing. minutes. She's eating the pie. Pie, right. And it's for, it's about 11 minutes. Yeah. 11 or yep. 12 minutes. And that was actually really genius, I thought. Yeah. And it was really well done. Mm-hmm. And it did what it was supposed to do. Right. And it worked. Right. And uh, you watch it and you go, 
damn. Yep. And then you tell somebody right. that right. You're part gonna of the watch movie this film. is watching a lady eat pie right. for 12 minutes and they go, screw you, you're insane. Yeah. And this movie is why people think you're insane right. when you tell them. That. You know, that's, and that's funny because there's a scene there. Because they, because they go eat ice cream. It doesn't and do it doesn't anything. It doesn't do anything. When I'm watching her eat that pie, I'm watching her grieve. There's a there's a weird speed and tempo, and I watch her body language shift, and I see her eat fast and slow, and I see her literally like going through going through a thing, the whole thing. And and this you know this is almost like if Coron wants to slow Dolly track me grocery shopping right. as an expose on commercialism. Right. You know, somebody might think that's genius. I think that's boring as hell. Right. And you know. I, Anyway, I, I can't repeat it, more it of what has, I just said. It's, it's just, weird. It's weird too because it has. A, there's a lot of parts in Roma, right? Mm-hmm. And there are even uh, a lot of things that it's nominated for that I think it should probably win. Yeah, me too. And yet, <laughs> not not it, that great it, of a it, film. It's not that great. It is. I, it is. I would give this movie. In a heartbeat, cinematographer. Easy. It's um, not the sum of its parts. Depending on all of the other people who are <laughs> right. nominated and right. whatever. Yeah. But if you say like, okay, I really didn't like the movie, so how can you be okay with it being nominated for cinematography? You know, right. because man, the cinematography is it's stunning, insane. It's absolutely beautiful. It's really, really good. At worst. Right. And then at other times. Yeah. Right. It's insanely good. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's it's just brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, like a lot of the acting, it's so weird to watch this movie because like in Tree of Life, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't give acting to anybody. I right. thought everyone in it was right. crap, right? right. The, yeah. the movie was garbage. Yeah. Everyone in it was, <laughs> do, was not doing good acting, They're do- right? Right. But in this movie, man, everyone's really good. They are, and there are parts of the movie where you, where I would start getting taken out of it. And it's not, you know, we're talking like we gave it zero, but no, I know it's, uh, but it, it but it, we it, are, it's good enough, right? It's, it's a, it's a decent movie. I wouldn't tell anyone to uh, never watch it, but I would tell people to make sure you know what's coming, right? right? Right. But I would not tell people to stay away from it. Like I gave it like a two or a three no, or I something. It's uh, it's a decent enough movie, but there are parts of the movie where it really, really started pulling away from me, mm-hmm. and then it would go to some scene where I knew some of the actors were really going to do interesting stuff. Yeah, and I was like unhappy about it. Right, I was like, oh, right. yep, I know. now this is going to be good, and, yep. and oh, I don't know. So there's, it, it, there's so a that's certain, a weird reaction. There's a certain <laughs> to weight to something. Movie. This has been almost universally applauded. And it's weird looking on, I, ne- I never looked at Rotten Tomatoes. On Metacritic, it's got a 96. Yeah. Like almost everyone is like 88 positive reviews. And you scroll the list and they're all hundreds except one person who's like, I got to give it a 92. Right. You know, <laughs> right. and, and here we are coming in and it's barely mediocre. Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's actually, you know, everybody loves this film. It's this year's Zero Dark Thirty. Every I, once in I a while, there's a is. film it's, that hits. I think it is. It's really like the, it's the Zero Dark Thirty of, I feel like this movie is just kind of odd enough mm-hmm. that everyone thinks they have to give right. it a good rating, right. whether they loved it or not. Because I'll tell you, I've read a lot of reviews of this movie, and I have not read a lot of reviews of this movie. Uh, some, you know, there are some people that I think actually legitimately like it, and, yeah. and they just have odd reasons, Yeah, I, I think. Sure. You know, like- uh, It's like Ro- nothing I've ever seen before. It's, okay, it's like Rod- I get that. It's like Roger Ebert and right. why <laughs> Crystal Skull is good or whatever. Yeah. They, they have odd reasons, but I think they legitimately like it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've read a lot of reviews of this movie- where they give it like 10, mm-hmm. and then they don't tell me right. in any way why they like it. They yeah. tell me about it. They tell me what happens. Yeah, right, right. They tell me that there was this pretty scene where blah, 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 you know, whatever. Yep. They don't really tell me anything about why they like it. Right. And then and that's it. And that's not good and enough. I'm like, oh, well, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I get this. If you're not used to seeing, if you watch Jurassic World or Tom and Jerry cartoons all day, and you see something like this that you've never seen before, that that buys you a certain admission. If for some strange reason the the nanny and the wife, if their emotional difficulties resonate with you at some point and you forget that you had to waste 
two hours to get there, right? Then there's a reason. If it, if I get that, why it might affect somebody, but on the whole, the masses, no, I don't. I, I think everyone's yeah. just bandwagoning to be like it's beautiful, and everyone says it is. And this guy's won Oscars before, and look right. at all the others. I I get that. Doesn't make it so right. for me. And he's and he's super cool. And he's super. And great, I'll but. tell I'll tell you this. I don't know. This is a really tricky one. We try to. Uh, I especially try to champion the splitting of this idea. Right. Uh, well, what's this? How good the movie is and how good the director is. Right. Like oh, best yeah, right. picture, best right. director. We can, and yeah. Right. I can do that. And I really like him. I do too. I really like. He's super talented. I really like his directing. Yeah, I do too. I don't know how much I like his his storytelling. His yeah, you know whatever he. Directs I don't like his pacing. Writes his pacing, like I don't that, like whatever. Yeah, but I like his directing. I still think, uh, you know, Harry Potter. Yeah, and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yep, is is probably the best directed movie of that year. And and that's like a crazy thing, but right. that movie is really well directed. That movie mm-hmm. is like a course in itself it on how to direct a movie. It is. Uh, but a lot of his movies, I really like his directing. He's really good at it. Yeah, I don't know that I'd give it to him for this. Uh, I don't know that this movie stands out to me as yeah. being well directed. He goes he goes back and forth with stuff like I hadn't I had my mind blown because I hadn't seen anything like it done the way he had done it with Children of Men. I'd seen movies like Children right, right. of Men before, but not with his touch. And then I'd seen tons of movies like Gravity before, and I thought his touch actually ruined Gravity. Right. You know, in some way, he's hit or miss for me. But what's funny is when he's hit, man, I'm all over it. I'm scorching at 10. And when he misses, I'm usually somewhere five or three. Right, you know, it's right. really strange. But um, but anyway, yeah, we'll... Anyway, so uh, that as, is the... Uh, that's, that's probably the that's Oscar like, winner. That's, that's, like the, the that's best picture right there. I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> that's our hint going into next week's uh, right. best list because right. we have to get that out of the way. Everyone's going to think we're going to have that on our list. And right. apparently... Not so much. You so, never know. Uh, next week, sleeper. I'm still not sure so, what we're going to be seeing, but I we'll still up, be catching up stuff. It, it looks like if we go to the theater for anything, it's probably going to be Alita: Battle Angel. Oh yeah, which that, looks that should be strangely it. good. That yeah. looks like the movie I wanted um, Ghost in the Shell to be. Kind of. I don't know, know if yeah. it. I mean, I know it's. To, I know the different things. Totally I know them, different story. They are absolutely, the, uh, but the, the managing of, it, of yeah, the material right. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. it is, man, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So. So it will be. Uh, we'll be doing that. We'll probably try to catch up on something. We get a few other. Uh, yeah. Because we have more to get out there. Sure. And our best of the year list will be next year, All next right. week. So, uh, thanks for tuning in yeah. again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.